The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Welcome to SEO 101. This is John Carcutt, uh, SEO manager for MediaWiz. Ross Dunn's not with me today. He's hanging out at the Olympics up in Canada. Um, I'm here on location at WordCamp Miami 2010. We've had a great day, a lot of wonderful sessions, and I'm lucky enough to have with me three of the core developers for WordPress. I'd like to introduce yourselves. Good. I'm Mark Jaquith. I'm one of the lead developers on the WordPress core. I'm Jane Wells. I'm the user experience lead for WordPress core. I am John James Jacoby, and I am a core developer of BuddyPress. Outstanding. You guys all presented today. I was at, I think, all of your presentations, and they were, they were great. Um, our audience here is really focusing on, on SEO, so I'd like to get some questions for you guys really focusing on SEO and how WordPress fits into the bigger picture. Um, you, know, you guys are making a big announcement. WordPress 3.0 is coming out this year. Um, I found out today through, through your presentations that it's coming with a new default theme, and you're calling it Default 2010, I believe? Just 2010. 2010. Okay, just 2010. So when you created this theme, did you take into consideration any SEO, and, and you know, what kind of things did you do when you thought about that from that perspective, or did you? Uh, we did. Um the main things that we focused on were keeping uh, the design simple and clean and then using really good markup, just like WordPress itself. So by using the default theme automatically, everything will be formatted kind of the way Google and you know, all the ranking engines like to see it. Um, we took into account the new um, specifications around page load time. So we designed it so that it will load very fast, which will help your SEO rankings. Especially with caffeine coming out, that's outstanding to hear. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and just the way the titles are used in terms of the H tags and stuff like that. So everything is pretty well optimized, I think. I, I don't know that there's anything we could have done more to it to make it more SEO friendly. There, I mean, there might be a few things, but nothing major. That's great to hear. Outstanding. Um, so just, you know, I, you've had this process. You've thought about that for the theme. So when you're working on developing new features and new, you know, new additions to WordPress, does SEO come into mind, and, and how do you fit that into your processes? We take a very conservative approach to SEO uh, and in the way we approach these issues. So uh, we look at things that are going to have a uh, beneficial impact on a majority of users uh, and specifically things that don't require a lot of user interaction, ideally none. So you have things like canonical URL redirection, uh, so like trailing slashes versus no trailing slashes, dub, dub, dub versus not. Take care of those things because it, it doesn't really require user intervention and it has a, you know, a, a demonstrated benefit uh, on Google, ha- have a lesser impact, meta tags, they require a lot of user input, we're you know, very disinclined to put those sorts of things into core. All right. So, where do you where do you decide? So, like a real good example is the no follow tags and comments. 
where did you decide when you decided to do that? Where did that idea come from? Was it your community? Was there a specific, you know, some you know famous SEO said you guys need to do this, or where did that come from? That came from us just reading the Google announcement and saying, you know, it can't hurt, might help. Uh, so, uh, all right. So, so I mean, you guys follow that kind of stuff. Are you looking, getting it just from Google? Do you read any other kind of? Is there other people that you you pay attention to places? Yeah, so we're all you know friends with Matt Cutts, and and he gives lots of great advice uh, to us directly as as well as publicly. Uh, we don't we don't get any uh, secret sauce information. It, it's all public stuff. Yeah, I was going to take you into the room if you. We're going to talk. <laughs> no, no, our approach to SEO is is very conservative, and you know, write good markup. You know, you as a user create descriptive content, good content. So you, you no guys, magic. you guys mentioned in, in I think a couple of different sessions that you have. The community is extremely important around WordPress, and I personally have tried to contribute a little bit in the community from an SEO standpoint, just not a lot, but a little bit, but I always seem to be kind of the dark horse child that nobody wants to talk to because I'm talking about SEO. Is there, is there a way for someone to say, look, I've noticed this, this is a suggestion I think will really help the whole project, the whole platform from an SEO perspective? Maybe you just frame it not in those terms, but in terms of hey, here's some way that your markup is deficient or could be improved. Uh, it might get a better reception. Um, there's an ideas forum at wordpress.org slash extend slash ideas where you can make any suggestion you want, and we do review them. But I think ultimately, if you say, please do this for better SEO, I think the broader community doesn't really like that to be a focus. So it would be more, like Mark said, if you can point there's something that would be good for SEO and also good for the markup and sort of the general security performance, whatever, then that's great. But we would never trade performance and security for SEO, for example. And I agree with that completely. You know, every side of it, that's, that's key. Um, so we're going to take a break here for a second, and I'm going to come back, and I want to talk a little bit about how social media layers are added to, to um, WordPress and how that's impacting what we're doing on the SEO side. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. AFCON 2010, the trade show that you know where affiliates always attend for free, makes its way to Denver June 21st through 23rd. Register today at AFFCOM2010.com. AFCON 2010 is different from those other affiliate trade shows designed for the affiliate manager, where you can pay up to $1,500 just on a single registration. That's why AFCON 2010 offers you an alternative, a show that's free for affiliates, not to mention over 80% of our attendees are affiliates. AFCON 2010 brings you a wide range of sessions, essential for significant affiliate marketing achievement. Plus, we are proud to be working with Search Engine Strategies to present an additional day of all new Search Engine Marketing sessions and tracks. Add unbeatable nighttime networking capped off by WebmasterRadio.fm's annual affiliate bash, and you have the complete affiliate trade show experience for free. Join the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that are making the switch to AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates. June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. 
This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prweboffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. How much time do you have every day to recruit more clients, expand your business, and add more value to your service? Let WebmasterRadio.fm do the work for you. With shows like SEO Rockstars, SEO 101, and SCM Synergy, we can tailor an ad campaign that includes 30 seconds every hour and a 30-minute special every month, plus the banner ads and links you need to reach our built-in audience. What you charge an hour for service is all it takes to get started on the fast lane to growing your business. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm for a consultation today. Hi, welcome to the SEO shop. How may I help you? Oh, hi. I'm looking for something for my website. Well, I could slip your website into a sleek web campaign. Hmm, okay. Our professional internet marketing experts can custom tailor your web campaign with our SEO services, and by the time we're finished, your website will have such high organic search rankings that it'll turn the heads off of Google, Yahoo, and Bing. I would love that. SEO-shop.com. The experts in professional internet marketing services. Let us research, plan, execute, and succeed on your web campaign today with SEO-shop.com. Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the Ecom Experts. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hi, welcome back to SEO 101. John Carcutt, SEO Manager Media Wiz. Again, Ross Dunn's not with me today. He's enjoying the Olympics out in uh, lovely old Canada. I'm here on location at WordCamp Miami 2010. I'm speaking with three of the, the key people over at WordPress that are helping bring it to us. Um, we've talked a little bit about how they, 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 talk, they bring SEO into their processes and how they, they view how it can help the overall, and I think it's great information that we should all really understand. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about social media and how it is being integrated into WordPress. Um, there is, I think I've talked about it on the show before, um, there's a, there's a uh, and, and you guys hate to call it this, and I kind of do too, there's a plug-in that goes over WordPress, but it's much more than just a plugin. It's it's called BuddyPress, and um, I like to I get, get John over here. He's worked on this very specifically to give us kind of an overview of how it helps, what it does for for WordPress and social media. Well, uh, BuddyPress is a plugin that uh, helps build a, a niche community off of a WordPress installation. So um, you you end up with um, a uh, a simple site or a blog uh, that turns into being more user-centric than it is necessarily uh, content-centric. So you still have 
you know, a blog, or you still have pages, you still have all the things that WordPress provides, but you also have users. You also have profiles, you also have all of the ways that you turn a, a WordPress site or a WordPress installation into a, um, we kind of like call it a, a so, like social network in a box or social media, you know, in a box. So it, it, one plugin that can turn uh, a WordPress installation outside of being a site and into a uh, into something more, into something a little bit more social. Now, now, you and I personally have talked about BuddyPress a number of times, and it's really, at this point, really been focused on WordPress multi-user. Is that where it's staying? No, absolutely not. Actually, with 1.2, um, you are able to use uh, BuddyPress on a single blog installation of WordPress. You know, since the, the code merge is taking place, you will have the ability to, to use it in, in either circumstance, in either way. So if you wanted to just have one site with a community, that's possible. Or if you wanted to have one site with users with their own blogs and a community of blogs, you'll be able to do that with WordPress 3.0 and BuddyPress also. So it's, uh, it's, it's a very uh, exciting time. So, so this, this, is, this is critical to me from, from the, the perspective of WordPress growing and being able to be used from an SEO perspective. Because building a community on your site, the main advantage of that from, from a SEO perspective is building unique content. People start discussing things. They start talking about things. You're building content on your site. And content, unique content specifically, is very valuable when it comes to search. And WordPress is great to begin with that because basically it's a blog. You have comments and you can, you can, people can have conversations. But this social layer that's being added onto it, I think, is outstanding. Um, very good. Um, so, and I'll move on a little bit because I, I think that's really good. Um, there was a session here during the show on security, WordPress security, and I've actually given a session of that myself at our local WordPress. <laughs> um, and there were a lot of tips offered about how to really secure WordPress, how to make it so you're not going to get, you know, hacked or someone's going to steal you. Do you guys have anything in the new version coming out or plans to improve? A lot of things they say, do this, do this, do this, to build that into the core. One of the things that we hear recommended a lot is to change the username of the initial administrator account that is created when you install WordPress. This doesn't offer security in absolute sense, um, but it, it does prevent people from being able to do automated attacks that just always you know, try and crack the password of the admin user. Uh, so you can make it a little bit more difficult for them, and, and that's something a lot of people had requested. So we're, we're likely to do that. Excellent. And one of the ones I heard today and was, you know, just the base, you know, only allowing a person to try to, to log in ten times or five times. Set that. That seems to me that would be something that would be, you know, some built in. But you have right now you have to do a plugin. Um, there's a number of things like that. Are you looking at some of these plugins that people are using on a regular basis and considering them? We're always considering them. That particular problem, though, is, is, is very well mitigated by having a complex uh, password of you know more than eight characters in length. And we have a password strength meter when you go into your profile to, to set your password. So if you're using uppercase, lowercase, uh, numbers, and characters, and more than eight characters, they're not going to be able to, uh, to, to brute force that. So it doesn't matter how many times they try. Excellent. And just from the user experience perspective, um, putting limits on how many times you can try to log in is a problem because a lot of people, even though it's not a good security practice, 
use the same password but in different variations based on what each site requires, whether it's six characters including a number or eight characters or whatever. Yeah. So they might need to try eight different passwords to get to the one because they might not have logged in for a long time. If it's cookied, a lot of people never use their passwords. They forget what they set it up as two years ago. And if the software imposed that on all users, that would be bad. Allowing an admin to install a plugin and say, well, this is how I want my site to work is a much better, I think, practice. Yeah, I, I actually agree with that because I didn't install that plugin because I forget my password all the time. And that would happen to me. <laughs> so, so do I. <laughs> so, um, no. So, but the, it's, it's nice to see as you guys are looking at people's work in the community and looking, uh, you know, how, do you, how, how would you say, you know, there's all kinds of different things being created from, from you know, the SEO type plugins to e-commerce plugins, security. Is there a base, simple process you use to evaluate those or which ones might be good for the core, which ones might be good to integrate? Usage plays into it a lot. Uh, things that are plugins that are highly used uh, get a lot of consideration from us. Uh, that's not the only thing. There's, there are also more uh, subjective judgments uh, about how we think they fit in with the project. Um, but, but we're definitely looking at you know the, the most popular plugins and, and also... Uh, areas of functionality that have multiple plugins uh, attacking that functionality. Excellent. Another example, this isn't a plugin per se, um, but for example, in 3.0, we wanted to add menu management uh, capability so that you could you know, organize the menus on your actual website using categories, pages, external links, kind of mix them all together and do exactly what you need, which probably actually will help SEO. Yeah, definitely. Because um, we could also change the page title is the same as the navigation link. So a lot of people use short page titles so that the nav links will be short. But so in this case, you'll be able to name the page whatever you want and have a different label for the navigation, which I think actually will help SEO yeah, kind of a lot. Great. So that's yeah. cool. Um, but what happened was we were trying to design it, and we kind of had figured out exactly what functionality we wanted. And it turned out right around the same time, WooThemes, which is a commercial theme business, released a custom navigation system that they have included in their um, commercial theme package. And we reached out to them and said, hey, that's awesome. We're about to build the same exact thing. Do you want to just donate that to Core, and we can work to improve it together? And then if you want to do enhancements, we'll just make sure there are hooks in it so you can go and keep doing your own you know, commercial thing. And they were into that. So keeping aware of what's going on in the community definitely can lead to inclusion in core. That's great to hear because I, I use Wii things. I love those guys. They put out some really good stuff. Their custom navigation, 3.0. Nice. Good to hear. Excellent. All right. Um, I'm pausing because I need to figure out what another question is. Hmm? All right. Yeah. The, he'll edit it out. <laughs> um, so... Um, there were some questions in our last session where you guys sat up and you, you really did a great job of you know explaining to people. But one of them that came up was you know, the difference between WordPress and Gmail and Drupal and why one would be better than the other. And I think some of the answers you gave would be really interesting for our audience to hear. Why would, would WordPress be your your choice over Drumula? Drumula? <laughs> that would be a good one. We need to do a mashup and we'll have a Drumula. <laughs> no, Drumula or Drupal? Some of the benefits that WordPress has are uh, a giant install base, a very active development community, a large number of freely available open source themes and plugins. It kind of famously, last year uh, they started undergoing a redesign project for Drupal. I think Drupal.org, not actual Drupal 7. Um, maybe it was Drupal 7. I forget what it was. But Mark Bolton Design, I think, was doing it and Lisa Reichart. And... Uh, it, 
the Drupal community was somewhat incensed when they put up, they decided, well, we're going to communicate with the community through a blog to keep them updated of all the things that we're doing, and they put that blog on WordPress. Nice. And when questioned, why are you not using Drupal for this, they said, well, we should, but we need something that we already know and something that's very quick and easy to use, and WordPress does that. If in a year we haven't you know, gotten to Drupal, then we haven't done our jobs, and you can you know, give us heck then. Well, they're still on WordPress, so I think that's, that's kind of funny. That's outstanding. <laughs> I've been a fan of WordPress since I first started using it from an, from an SEO perspective. It's, to me, without a doubt, the most fundamentally solid CMS. And I know you guys don't always talk about it as a CMS, but I do because it really can be used that way. But as the most fundamentally, fundamentally solid CMS out there from an SEO perspective, there's none of them that don't need some kind of tweaks from an SEO, but WordPress is the easiest one to make those tweaks, and, and you have to have the fewest tweaks of all. So, congratulations. I mean, applause to you guys yeah, for yeah. doing it. You guys are great. Um, so, I appreciate you being on the show today. Um, thanks for being here at WordCamp Miami and giving us all that you, your, your brain trust. It was, it was wonderful today. Um, so, everybody, thanks for, for tuning in. Um, this is John Carcutt, SEO 101. Thanks for coming.